It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Oh, baby. Yes, the haters ball is incoming for sure. It's been a while since we've been to a haters ball, man. Yeah, this oh, good. <laughs> really? We had a little wardrobe that shifted the last second here. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the DMV Nuggets podcast. There it is. A little hump day edition for you. Wednesday edition. Of Never forget. We, <laughs> we do have a fun one for you. Very fun one today because today's going to be a haters ball. We're going to be looking at some receipts. And to help us, we brought the receipt master, Ooh. a.k.a. It's Wade, joining us in segment two, three, and four today. So we're going to have him joining us in just a little bit. He collected a lot of receipts over the years, and we have some fun topics to kind of spin off of that. We're also going to talk about best catchphrases, new broadcast crews taking over the airwaves for ESPN. Wow, what a treat. What a treat. Um to help me, a man who wore a second shirt because his first one was too sweaty and then immediately sweated it in a second shirt. <clears throat> well, yeah, the sweat was still there. I didn't think that part through. I'll tell you what, though. Life's about building strategies around your weaknesses. You yeah, know? Totally. Like if you have ADHD, so like true. leave notes around. Is that what? Is that really you know it? What leave I mean? notes around? Nope. ADHD? No, that's not right. Do you know what's funny about this? I have ADHD, and it's yeah. very clear I've never built strategies to fix yeah, it. Yeah, well, that's not... That's not Surprise! I I would have guessed that. Oh. But but the leaving notes around this is memento. That's if you have like the mm. short. Amnesia. I might have that too. But leaving le- notes around helps ADD. So I have two Fraud City shirts, and I I just brought two because I knew I might sweat a little bit on the walk. But walking vote comes prepared, Adam. So prepared, walking vote. Um, guys, we have a couple cool things for you. But first, we have to get to our top story. There's a new bobblehead. For the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, everybody knows. This is an ambush. They're, everybody knows. Brendan Vogt, big Cardinals fan. It's one of the worst things about him. Mm-hmm. Not from St. Louis in any capacity. <laughs> some capacity. No, some, no capacity. My father's straight That's, from St. Louis. Well, my dad, you know, what? you oh. think I'm rooting for Mexico here? Like, come on. At some point, you have to be your own person. The Cardinals have a new bobblehead. Who is that? What player is that, man? Oh, man. Wait, is that Jason Tatum? We have to get this for you. I... Two things. First of all, for Cardinals fans out there, that looks just like Yadier Molina. But second of all, yeah, for all of you, I can't. All of you out there watching, I can't wait till Tatum demands a trade, and I immediately you're gonna love him. Yeah, dude. As just get it, but it's gonna be the Lakers that he demands. That's a good point. So That'll if he make just it goes tough. to say like the Chicago Bulls, are you really gonna pivot to being the biggest Tatum fan when he joins the St. Louis expansion team? <laughs> yeah, I'm all in on footwork. Nobody ever brings up St. Louis as a as a city that people would go to. Or, I you know don't. What I mean, it's always Vegas, which is yeah. funny, and Seattle. Not to be too rude. Have you been to St. Louis? <laughs> no. Yeah, well, is there a reason? All right, I got it. Um, also, more news, more big news. Mark Jackson is out 
at ESPN. He is Mama. no longer going to be calling. There goes that man. <laughs> there goes that man. He's no longer going to be part of the broadcast crew. Uh, they had already gotten rid of Jeff Van Gundy. Mike Breen, of course. If they fired Breen, we would have all rioted. It's like the only good thing. They got rid of Bomani, who to me is the was the best thing at ESPN, and they got rid of his podcast, which is insane to me. Yeah. So, well, I, they were pivoting away from thoughtful and nuanced. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's anything interesting. Yeah. But Mark Jackson is out. They are bringing in now Doc Rivers and Doris Burke are going to be the new replacements along with Mike Breen. First of all, what are your thoughts on... Is this an upgrade, a downgrade, a side grade? I think it's an upgrade. I love it. I love it. I I actually think Doc's a fun personality. Yeah. Uh, And he's like... Interesting voice for a broadcast, though. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Maybe like 15 years ago. But between the Clippers, the the, um, Celtics, and Philly... I've had to pretend I don't like Doc for some time. But as a personality, I find him interesting. Really? And then Doris is good. So you're pretty pro-Doc. I would say if I'm looking at Doc versus Mark Jackson, I know where I'm going. Okay. That one's pretty easy. Yeah. And then Doris, Jeff Van Gundy? I guess if we're doing like a one-for-one one here, I don't know how. I, I get. I know people talk about how brilliant Jeff is. And when he does choose to engage with the product, it's it's really top-tier stuff. I just don't think he chose to do it enough. I th- you know, I, I was one of the people that felt like he complained an awful lot. Um, Doris clearly loves basketball. And also, I don't think she likes uh, Jason Tatum very much. <laughs> Is that true? I Just a personal note, I'm sure she would deny it. But I watched that series. I don't know. She thought she was pretty critical in a, in a I fair was, way. She I thought was she was harsh, there, but fair. I was sitting there nodding vigorously. <laughs> vigorously. This is so ridiculous. Um I think it'll be good as well. I mean, I like Doris. I like uh, Doc Rivers as, as well. I sometimes chemistry. It's always like, okay, are these guys gonna are they gonna work together? Is it gonna fit? I will say, I am with you though. Your big point about Jeff Van Gundy because I do think when he was good, he was extremely good, right? Extremely good. He provided the right level of analysis and all this stuff. But I'm with you. There's no for me bigger turnoff than when people complain too much. Like you need to be honest. I remember thinking this about Charles Barkley in the maybe a decade ago, where I've always loved Chuck. He's so funny, and he brings all that stuff. But every now and then, I'd be like, dude, you're going back to the he needs to post up. It was really in the Dwight Howard era, right. where they would bring it up every single day, and you were like, one, I don't think that's a good idea for him to post up more. But two, like you're playing the same note a few too many times, and it's like, okay, man, move on. Like Find something you love. Now, Chuck, I think, is pretty unassailable. I think he's the goat of like sports personalities <laughs> i don't even know if anybody will ever pass him probably not but it does the point is if you're not him then that line gets even closer it's even yes. further and like jeff yeah. van gundy was good but i'm with you man my if you told me jeff van gundy's defining trait i'd be like well he hates modern basketball yes. and complains a lot yeah and i think he leaned into the shtick i also think there was a brief period where it worked and then it became tired so right. You know, it's also like all respect to a guy who's made a ton of money in and around this league and will be fine, you know. So I I think it's an upgrade and I think it was time. Yeah. Um, what makes a good broadcast team? I thought we could talk about this a little mm-hmm. bit here. I made a I made a list. Number one, you could tell me if you agree. Chris Marlowe. You know, no, what makes a good team? So first of all, this is a weird one. You need to have a great voice. <laughs> you know, like honestly, I think there are people out there that have a regular voice or just not a, or even a bad voice and you're like so as good I, as this is man this is hard to listen to i'm with you 100 i went to ithaca college in, and that's on the east coast oh, yeah. for those of you that don't know it's a real tv media school that's what you do there so i knew a ton of aspiring play-by-play guys radio guys and you listen to them start working on their voices really early and there are a few of them and you're like man you check every box but the voice isn't great and it's right. it's 
at the time you're like, they're just not going to make it. Cause that part really does. Matter. But you can also change your voice. Like I've never thought about changing my voice, but like I could cultivate something like this. Yeah, uh, and, and there are that. people that you know that are like, you know, they've practiced this. This is not your default setting. Tell me about that a little bit, vote. <laughs> the oh, this is the studio B voice, Adam. Yeah, honestly, but even like slowing down your speech, this is one thing I do think is important. When I listen to really good takesmen in particular, like a Colin Cowherd, you don't have to sure. love Colin Cowherd, but he can like really spin a yarn. He could really like stretch out a topic into fifteen minutes <laughs> For or sure. thirty. But one of the things he does takes enormous pauses. In between what he says. And it draws you in. It's and true. And it makes you think. And it makes the point sound so much more profound. And it, it really helps with segment one <laughs> deep into the offseason. <laughs> but great voice was the point. All right, here are the guys with great voices that popped to mind. Joel Myers, he does Pelicans. Do yeah. you know him? He yeah. used to do the Kobe Lakers. Sure. He has like a weird voice, I would describe it. Like, you see the guy, he's kind of like a not that big of a guy. He's an older guy. Deepest voice ever somehow. Sure, sure, sure. Austin Carr does the Cavs. Deep in the queue. That was a great voice. Iconic. It's awesome, dude. And then Mike Gorman has the most Boston voice of all time. You know, he's like, he's been calling Celtics Uh, for 40 years. This is his last season coming, right? This is his last season. I hope they win one for him. Those guys have iconic. I think the right amount of analysis is important because... There are guys. All right, I'm going to go ahead and get in front of this. My least favorite broadcast guy is Mark Jones. Now, is it because he hates Jokic? Yes. There's lots of people who I don't care for, and they just become like white noise to me. Sure. And I don't hear him. Quietly dislike. Quiet. Him. Like, I, yeah, I didn't even know I disliked him, but now that you mention it, I do. You know, whatever. He would have been that, except for he became a Jokic hater, yep. a very vocal Jokic doubter. He's like the only guy, one of the only guys who has not fully like. Come around, you know what I mean? Like he's, he's gonna still, double down. He's gonna, he's double, gonna down double down when down. it's like he's already wrong. But so I hate him. But he's one of these guys that to me provides pointless analysis. Sometimes he'll be like, "Oh, Rockets coming down in their wide formation." I was like, "Dude, what is it? What is it? Sounds smart, bro. Sounds really smart that they're coming down in their wide formation." Yeah, and also as a play-by-play guy, you know, ideally you have a Jeff Van Gundy or someone who can actually talk about that right, stuff right. in a helpful way. Um, when it, it's interesting. Like when it's selective. interesting. It almost just sounds more like, you guys see what I saw? I just saw a little uh, double stagger pick and roll. There's a bit of that with his vocab choice, too. I'm like, yeah, you could have gone with that word. Yeah, well, I, yeah. It is a synonym. <laughs> um, and then just notice his things that are interesting. And this is where, I mean, Jeff Van Gundy to me was this. I'll always remember this time Jeff Van Gundy. As it was Kobe was still playing. So this is how long ago it was. I think it was in the early days of his broadcast. Kobe was lined up um, in to get an offensive rebound off of a free throw. And I can't remember who they had trying to box him out. And I remember Jeff Van Gundy going, I think they need to switch. Kobe's a great rebounder off of free right. throws, which is such a specific detail that only a coach would be like, I know that, you know, notice this. And sure enough, Kobe gets an offensive rebound and puts it back. And it was one of these like, that to me is interesting information. Sometimes people will point out on a broadcast what I would call knowledgeable but uninteresting. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very excited to show you that they understand the game yeah. at some level, at some level. But I think this is what the best color commentators do, that those types of observations, I think what you often see is those best suited for it are coaches and players most fresh off their run yeah. where their brains are still just, they right. actually don't still know it. how to lock out, right. log off, so to speak. Uh, and then as time goes on, 
you know, like you'll notice like Tony Romo does a lot less of the, Hey, they're in this formation. This is where they're going to throw it right. because he's been doing it for a few years now. And that takes almost QB one level of prep. So it is hard to sustain, I think. And then obviously great chemistry. And that's why I like Doris doc, I think is good. Breen's the goat. Yep. So for me, it's like, okay, it's good pieces, but will they work together? I don't know, man. TBD. I actually think this is going to sound crazy. I thought Chris Weber, when he first started doing broadcasting and other things was really good and somehow got worse over time. And I think a lot of it was just the little partnerships he put him with and what he almost like they were trying to make him something he wasn't sure. taking away the thing he was, which was so good. And I think that he's a victim in some ways of that because he's, in my opinion, been pretty terrible. Yeah. Um, and then catchphrases. Great catchphrases, I think. The right amount of catchphrases because here's the thing. There are some guys who have iconic ones. And then there are guys like Mark Jones who have like 70 and you listen to him and you almost feel like it almost feels like a bot pushing the yeah, button, you know, like yeah, 100%. play this one, play that 100%. one. And it just, now, every time I hear one of Mark Jones's, again, that's probably just because he hates you. So I, hate I think that's What's actually happening, it, but, but nonetheless, let's do it. Um, and that brings us to this week's bet. Three, six, five's top five. Eight. We're going to go with this week. The top five catchphrases in the NBA history. This is great. And currently, this is a terrible list that shows that uh, this is really like more of a current list, but there's a couple old, old ones. I'm going to start with some honorable mentions here. Nothing but the bottom of the net. I didn't realize that was Dan Patrick. Huh. That he just is, seems like such a universal. Doesn't it? Well, so this is what I also learned about Chick Hearn. Airball. Something he kind of like coined. Huh. Like now we just take it for, for huh. granted, you know, or whatever. I think like crossover, like some of these like words that we just think of our things are no, like he kind of invented it. Nothing but the bottom of the net was a Dan Patrick one. Hand down, man down. I was surprised. This is Mark Jackson's. I was surprised at how many people had this one as like a top five or top four all time. Because I think hand down, man down is good, but. I've never actually quite understood it once you yeah, start in, to unpack in it. In basketball fundamentals, they would say, like, if you didn't beat your hand up to contest a shot, right. they're going to drain it in your eye. But he kind of says it anytime anybody makes a three. No, I get that. But I just, the man down part, I'm like, well, yeah, that just rhymes. It's yeah, not it even, does. doesn't yeah. really make well, a ton of sense. Well, extremely That's important. That's what's important. Extremely important. Um, Clyde Frazier, or Walt Frazier, he has also a million phrases, but they work because they all have a theme. Posting and toasting. Oh. Smiling and dialing. Oh. Looking and booking. Like he just has so everything he does, it comes in twos and it's A-plus. always great. A-plus. And he honestly does, if you've ever watched the Knicks broadcast, he honestly does mm, 30 a day. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. By the way, he has a great, as a media guy, uh, hall of, he's a hall of fame. What's our, what's our walkway term? Oh, a hallway famer. Thank you. A hallway, hallway famer. famer, yeah. Oh, he's he got just, a great strut. He's dude. like one of the original stylers. You it's know? Of, like, course. This, yeah. of course. And then he keeps it up. Um, this the last uh, the last one that just... Oh, no. Bunny hopping in the pea patch, which, again, was a Chick Hearn one that Chris Marlowe has adopted. We always love that. Since Hector was a pup is a great Marlowism. we got to give some love to the I use that guy. in my real life every day. Since Hector was a pup. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Marv Alberts serves up a facial. <laughs> Kind of a funny one, but he said it all the time. It's in a lot of lessons. It's great. Up a facial. It's great. All right, let's get into the top five. Cool. The three of them are Mike Breed. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. Puts it in. Perfect. Isn't that such a big, like, there's so many iconic moments. You hear that. Puts it in. Oh, sometimes less is more, you know? Yeah, it's so good. It's so clean. I don't know what it is. Mama, there goes that man. 
I think that one's pretty good. It is great. You can hate Mark Jackson. No, no, think that's he has his good great contribution to my basketball experience. And they always would go to like, and it just works so often because how do you cut to commercial slow motion of a guy that just did a great play? Mama. And it works every time. So Mama. Good. There goes that man. Um, throw it down, big man. Throw it down. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Walton's call. Just fantastic. Throw yeah. it down, big man. I'm fine with him being represented somewhere on this list. You don't think that's a great one? No, I think it's awesome. Okay. I think it's awesome. The top two go to Breen. Number two, largest lead of the night. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good because that's either the best moment of the game or the worst, depending on what side it is. But like, it's the perfect way to put like this is the peak. Man, that's probably the bow on top of so many Warriors runs over the years. You yeah. know what I mean? Where yeah. you're just like they went off in the blink of an eye on a twenty to two run. Yeah. That's a good one. And then of course, number one, Universal. Bang! The just best. so iconic. Again, all of his are so like puts it in, bang. You know, like they're just simple. so simple. They're but simple. it's like, no, it's and, iconic. And then of course, what's more iconic than Jamal Murray calling his own bang and pointing at Mike Breen on the side. Of course. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, it's Wade. Going to start us off with some hate. On a much more wholesome note. Sambor Shuffle's ours. That's not a Marlowism. Marlow used it, which we appreciate, but Sambor Shuffle's ours. On a much more wholesome note, we'll get to the hater stuff Shouts later. Lewis. Therapy's important, and so is your mental health. Um, so don't send dumb tweets. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, of course. One of the best ways to help maintain your mental health, check in on yourself, be honest with yourself about how you're feeling is through talk therapy. And you can have that in your life conveniently through the services from our friends at betterhelp.com. You can get connected with licensed therapists at betterhelp.com slash DNVR. Just answer a few questions about yourself, what your goals are with therapy. You know, get an email once you match. You can start connecting. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash DNVR today. Get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DNVR. I can't wait for NBA basketball to come back because I can't wait to drop just some really, really fun in-game bets. It's one of my favorite ways to do it, which is why Bet365 is one of the absolute best ways to do it when it comes to sports betting. They are pioneers of live in-game betting. It's, again, that's one of my favorite ways. When you feel like you understand a team and you understand the flows of a game, the way we do with the NBA, it's fun to jump in when you're pretty sure a run's coming and ride that wave. Turn $1 into $200 of bonus bets when you join Bet365. Download the app, deposit $10, claim your $200 in bonus bets as soon as you place a bet for $1. Download the Bet365 app and use code DNVR365 when you sign up. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. Alrighty, and we are back. Let's bring on a guest now. You guys know him. If you're on basketball Twitter, you know him as the guy who collected receipts throughout the entire season. I don't know. I'm going to ask him about how long it's been. And he was ready with those receipts. Still is. Still unloading them. It's Wade. Bring him on into the show. It's loaded. Hey, hey, let's go. There he is. Hey, man, how are you? Welcome to the show. Can we hear him? Uh, his audio is not working. He muted himself. Oh, you mute yourself. Are you good now? Kale? It says he has himself muted. I can't hear you. It's saying you're muted on your side here, Wade. Let's see if you can figure this out. 
phenomenal technology here. What do we what do we <laughs> we say we do it live? Kale, are you able to work with him backstage? Yeah, All right, we'll we'll pull you back. We'll pull you back. Uh, I want to tell you something while we while we sort of audible here. I've been workshopping titles for It's Wade, and I, I you call him the receipt master. Yeah, I was thinking the receipt keeper. Does mm, that work for you? I Is do. Is there a ring to that? Receipt keeper. Okay. Because how about the clerk? Or like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. The clerk. That's good. We should. He just needs to become a character on Nuggets Twitter because. I don't know. The new season starts fairly soon, and he's still going. <laughs> he's still in season form. So, uh, how are we doing there, Kel? We're working on it. <laughs> okay. Um, I was thinking about it too that the Nuggets have a perfect storm of receipt keeping. I was going to bring this up with Wade, but we can get into it now. Sure. Here's the things that work in the Nuggets' favor. Okay. They number won. one. Well, no, no, no. Yes, of course. Sorry. Right. But they have a unicorn. So Jokic, by definition, is unlike any other player, right? And so it leads to the most takes because you can't just point to reference and say this right. or that. So starting from that point, you start from this is an enigma and it takes actual thought to analyze him. You can't just shoot from the hip. He's obviously on um, in the middle of several like cultural things, race, nationality, market even like he's coming from denver you know against the big markets this or that uh analytics versus eye test you know he fits there and then i love this one this is the biggest one and the real reason that there's so many receipts and that denver was the perfect team to be able to collect receipts they were legitimately unproven right and had a legitimate excuse so which side did you care to look at it was a fact that Jokic had never come quick and the Nuggets had never come close to winning a title. I mean, they went to the Western Conference Finals in the bubble, but they had never been like a top seed or this or that. And it's a fact that the reason for that was because they'd been injured. So it was perfect for dividing. Like you could point to anything and have a very solid right. argument in a way that I honestly don't know if there's a single other team in basketball over the last 10 years that you could say this for. And right before those injuries, they were close. Right. But yeah. then that was also in the bubble. It was in the bubble. So man. you've got these layers of just, it was almost before we could get to the evidence that matters, you had to pick a side. Just, are you in a camp here? And so that was the fun part, though, right? Is as those of us who are all sickos here knew quite well, there was a right answer to this question. Right. Right. Well, is there a reason Yoke's been an early exit? Yes. Is there a reason they haven't won yet? Absolutely. I can tell you what it is. So there was just this as more. It wasn't just that they were being doubted. It's as you when you cracked open the reasons they were being doubted, you're like, oh, that's wrong. And is, I, I know that. Is there a team currently that you think can be the next Nuggets in that way? Where oh, it's man. like, honestly, there's a fair argument on each side. Yeah, Kings. It's going to be. I think it's you the, think it's the Kings. I think it's the Kings. Why? What's the argument that they could have won? Well, it's not – I think over the years we'll get there. So you'll get to a point oh. where people where it's like, well, they're a second seed again. And then you say, mm. well, that doesn't translate to the playoffs. The they Kings, were first-round exits. Maybe we'll get there. Maybe we'll get there with the Kings. You're certainly right that this last year, was it a good year, was it a bad year? Like that one could be debated. Right. But that to me is the on first a small round, scale. I'll give also, you the top team for me. Okay. Miami Heat. Oh, all right, all right. Are they actually good? As of honestly, are they actually good? Do they have Dame? I don't know. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying we'll just look at the last five oh, years. Sure, they've gone sure. to two finals. They've gone to three conference finals. Yeah. And yet I sit here and I'm like, yeah, they're not that good. I kind of do that, but then I do stop myself and of say, course. I look at the results. I respect the results. The results have been unassailable. 
But they're not that good. Come on, man. They're not that good. They're not in anyone's top five right now. I, every you know? year, you know, it's always the same. Yeah, that's true. So I think they're a team that definitely could fit here. I'll give you another one that's a little crazy, but they did win, so you have to kind of forgive. I think the Milwaukee Bucks have a little bit of like are the in your mind, are they more likely to win the title next year or lose in the first round? Oof. I'll actually say win the title. Me too. But I don't think they're good. I so I told myself I wouldn't do this with Milwaukee as a Denver guy. Yeah, when they, they won, it. I was like, respect the title. But sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, I just don't know about Milwaukee. Yeah. I'll tell you another one that actually nobody will do this because it's too unpopular, but it's a fact. The Lakers. They won in the bubble. They got all that rest when they were already old. They won in the bubble. Would they have won had that not gotten all those months of rest? Probably not. They were wearing down. They get the win in the bubble. They were terrible. Missed the playoffs in the play-in. They were terrible all these other years. Then they were terrible this last year. Then they made the Western Conference. Then they made the Western Conference Finals again. Then they got swept. (laughs) Then they got swept. Are the Lakers actually good? It's hard to say. That's that's actually a great one. Miami and the Lakers, to me, might be the two teams that are now in the Denver category. I... I, uh, Oh, oh, no. I think we got Wade. Did we get it solved? We're still still working. We'll figure it out. Uh, okay, I'm going to say definitively that the Miami Heat were good. That doesn't sound very <laughs> that definitive. Doesn't sound does very it? definitive at all. Yeah, the Lakers one is a great call. The Lakers one, I do actually think you know this past year there were two different Lakers teams, and the second one was probably pretty good. Right, but. I, that whole side of the bracket to me is kind of a mystery. Kings and Warriors catching each other first round left me feeling like I still don't know were both of these teams very good or were neither of them very You know what I mean? So uh, that's a tough one too. I'll also, one of the questions I was going to have for Wade, and I'll still get when he gets on, but which team do you think produces the most receipts? <sighs> Probably the Lakers, just sheer volume of yeah, takes. Yeah, there's so many Just of them, sheer yeah. volume of takes. And, and because... You had multiple. You had two scenarios. One when they matched up in the in the conference finals, and then the other one was the Lakers for some reason kept being paired with Denver going into the playoffs because they might have been an eight seed. Right, Denver fraudulent. So there was two moments to kind of capture receipts. Yeah, I think that's true. And then you have this national media gets to be part of receipts from the Denver side. There's hatred, and from the Lakers side, there's hubris, which leads to receipts. You know what I mean? Oh like God. verifying now with a full film review and stuff like that. Like that. That just leads you to this place of you're you're feeling very brave in your takes. I think Philly is probably the other one, just because the Embiid thing. And like there was a moment. I mean, when Embiid dropped forty seven on the Nuggets, like every person that was an Embiid slash Philly fan was filling them. Like there was no filter. It was like let every take fly. We won. This is we the, won the, war. the mission accomplished. You know, we're oh. in the jumpsuit. Like that was a total. Like oh, we'll never regret any of this. It is the all-time textbook example of uh, you have won the battle but not the war, my friends. And they sure thought they won the war. They sure thought they had won the war. So I'm going to guess them. And then the last one I'll say is the Phoenix Suns. Now, here's the thing. The Phoenix Suns (laughs) did sweep the Nuggets. The Phoenix Suns did make the finals. They did get Kevin Durant. They had a lot of reasons to also fill themselves, you know. Um, But the thing that makes them probably higher than the Warriors or some of these other teams, the Celtics or whatever, is – People from Phoenix suck. And people from Phoenix are, I think, by definition, overconfident. I feel like that is a very overconfident city. It, it's overconfident, like, 
in in its existence. It's a little <laughs> ambitious. It's a little ambitious. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> that take is, you know, listen, I can't argue with your your own armchair sociology there. Do we have him? Are we connected now, Kale? Well, why is he on the screen? We got him on the screen. All right. See you later, Wade. All right. Does he need he, does he need the headphones and setup and everything? I'm asking. Let, let's take let's take a quick break. Yeah, Maybe cool. it will might go long on the other sides here as we continue to try to get its way to work here. <laughs> that is a very clippable moment with you from Phoenix. Phoenix <laughs> Was there uh, any lies? No. You know what does not suck? Anything from Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Have you tried the Palisade Peach? It is, you know, we're just about, I think September's kind of peach no, season. No, I think you can find some peaches. Somebody, I saw somebody talking about there's a peach stand out there. Okay, cool. Are right. they imposter peaches, though? Are they not Palisades? That's the idea. I think the Palisade peaches are September is okay. best. You know me, lifelong Colorado. Yeah. Anyway, Palisade Peach is one of my favorites. No matter what Breck brew you want to enjoy, Check out the Breck Beer Locator. Tell it where you're standing. Tell it what you're looking for. It'll tell you where to go next. It might very possibly just tell you to go to the DNVR bar in New York and Colfax because we have uh, all the Breck brews on tap. It's delicious. They're our friends. Check them out. After you've enjoyed potentially one too many Breck brews or just because of this heat, you might feel like you need a little uh, wellness check-in. That's why I'm going to direct you to IV Nutrition, the walk park, the Washington Park location, where you can get in touch with our friends who are Nuggets fans and offer a variety of services services that are not just about uh, not just about hangover, right? They wellness blood testing and consultations, intramuscular injections with vitamin formulas, express lunch break drips, hydration drips, mega multis like a Myers cocktail, headache heaven, balance brain, and more. I had a package with them. I enjoyed their uh, anxiety package. I also just enjoyed hanging out there with the fellas. Zero gravity chairs, some good vibes. Stop by the Washington Park location on the corner of Alameda and Downing. Anyone who mentions DNVR when they come in will receive 50% off. That is half off their first IV nutritional trip. Call 720-259-4404 for more information. We got to get a summer drip. We got to get our summer drip on. <laughs> Sorry, it took me a while. It took me a second to realize what you meant. But yeah, I would love to go back to I haven't been in a zero gravity chair in a minute. <laughs> um, <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. Um, any update here, Kale, for us? We're trying a new computer, so we are moments away. All right, we're trying a new computer. Everybody thinks podcasting is easy. It actually is. It's actually pretty we're, easy. You know, this yeah. is just a, a tough listen. We'll do it live. I feel like this is back to our roots. Let me, since I'm just making up topics as of we course. go here, what is a team that you think will provide the most receipts this year? Who's going to be the loudest barkers this year? I mean, let's oh, be the here we go. again. No, 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 no. The Phoenix Suns. What? If, why would they bark? Yeah, they haven't. See, the Lakers at least can like oh, seventeen no, no, championships no, no, no. from the forties. That didn't stop Suns fans last time. They hadn't won yet. <laughs> You're so right. Here's what I'm saying, dude. Espo did hop on our show in Vegas, and we thought it would be like, all right, you know, whatever. And he was like, <laughs> you guys don't know. We have Bradley Beal. <laughs> that's bullying. But I was gonna get to the Bradley Beal part. I really was. Like that's. I can't believe anybody would hang there like Bradley Beal. They got KD and it didn't work. Now they're like, well, Bradley Beal. I saw, last night I saw my first Bradley Beal is really our third option. Dot, yeah, dot, dot, really? Tweet. So I'm can't telling believe you, man. It. I think you got to reply with who's your four. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. But so I do think if 
they get out to a hot start. Like if they're good in October, it's going to get obnoxious real fast. What do you think? If Chad? they're good in October, they're going to be good in October. Well, then there you go. It's like That's four games. Well, whatever. You know what I mean? Just do you have this? How about this? I was thinking about this the other day. The schedule comes out in about a week. Who do you want to see on opening night? Nuggets are going to get their rings. Who do you want to suffer through the ring ceremony? Okay. Hear, hear me out on this. Okay. I'm going to say Suns for this one. Okay. Because I want the Lakers on Christmas. Why? They already did the Suns on Christmas. Yeah. Okay. So it's just like and a new chapter. I want it to be a little bit into the season. There's been a little little runway. Lakers look great. Lakers fans are feeling themselves. Yeah. They've they've circled this Christmas rematch as if it's gonna redeem them for getting swept, and then they get spanked. Yeah. I the Nuggets kind of suck on opening night, as evidence last year. And Christmas too. Wait, are we good? Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. There we go. We there got them. All right. I like you had the full setup ready to go, and it turns out maybe just like, you know, a phone or something is better. Yeah, yeah. I had, I had to grab a, grab a laptop really quick. <laughs> Man, all right. Well, you are Twitter famous in, in Nugget Circles. You made yourself Twitter famous. Let's get a lowdown on you. First of all, I assume your name's Wade, right? <laughs> I was making an assumption here. Wade is just what I go by. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> uh, good enough. Close enough. So where you're not in Denver. How did you become a Nuggets fan? Um, I, I'm from Maryland. Um, I grew up a, uh, a Nuggets fan since they drafted Carmelo when I was okay. in like fourth grade. My mom and dad took me to a Syracuse versus Georgetown game uh, at the MCI Center at the time. And, you know, nine-year-old kid, you know, Melo put up like 31 and 15 that, uh, that day. So I was just like, you know, wherever he goes, I'm going to follow him. I love um, it. But, you know, we know how the Mellow story turned out, and I uh, decided to stick with Denver when when he parted ways. So that's why I love those stories, man. I'm really hopeful that when hopefully ten years from now, Jokic retires, all these people that hopped on, especially from Serbia, are like, you know what? That's my team now. By the way, talk about being on the right side of history. You could have jumped with Mellow, but now you're sitting here enjoying a championship, dishing out receipts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Best decision I made. <laughs> so, so give us a couple just a little stock questions just to get us going. Who's your favorite player on the Nuggets currently? Uh, Jamal Murray. Okay. Mm-hmm. Love it. And then what was your favorite series this last year? Oh, the Lakers series, without a doubt. <laughs> it was an easy one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I honestly, honestly, that one and Phoenix to me are both like – you have to go several decimal points over for me to figure out which one to it has. It's like a 10.00 versus a 10 point. Let me ask you this. Wait, which of those two series before game one, which one were you more nervous for? Uh, the Phoenix one. Yeah, me too. Just because we weren't sure what yeah. we were dealing with, I think. Yeah, def- yeah that, that one had, had a question mark for me. All right. So here's the real question everybody wants to know. When did you start collecting receipts? Like, were you bookmarking things? All year long. Like, when did this start? When did this idea get hatched? Um, back in, like, 2019, 2020. Um, yeah, probably 2019. Um, you know, being a Nuggets fan and seeing the teams that got there, you know, that won the championship, you see the tools and what it takes to, to make it happen. And uh, with Jokic and Murray, um, you know, I kind of, you know, I never felt so sure about something. So for every... <laughs> tweet that I saw that was uh, going in the opposite direction. I was like, oh, I'm just going to hold on to this because I knew it would happen at some point. So it's been about four years running. 
when <laughs> when did you know that you were gonna fire them off? Like you have receipts sometimes, just because like a guy makes you angry. Like I have a bunch of bookmarks, but Me I didn't too. end up. I yeah. haven't even gone back and looked at them. When did you know? Like, all right, I know what I'm gonna do. As soon as the confetti falls, I'm gonna start firing. <laughs> Oh, uh, I mean, the thought process, I mean, I just kind of just scroll through and just see like, you know, whatever spicy one I can find and just, and just lob it up to the timeline. Just, you know, it's, I'm, I'm a very petty person. So that's just <laughs> part of my DNA. <laughs> you're, you're petty, but you're clever too. Like there's a turn of phrase in all these captions. Like you've been sitting on these stewing over these two questions. Yeah. Were there any of them that you already knew what you were going to say and you just saved a draft early as a total? <laughs> Secondly, was the most challenging part coming up with fresh captions because it's August 2nd and you're you're not done? Um, yeah, a couple of them I had, I had in the drafts, like just ready to go from, you know, the, the clock hit zero and, you know, I'll celebrate for a little bit and then I'm like, all right, you know, now it's time to go to now work. Now it's time to laugh at these takes, yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple of others, I would just sit there and just kind of like spur the moment. I would just read the tweet. I'm like, all right, you know, this is just a good way to respond to this. You know, it's all about the keywords that they use, and I kind of just right. play off a lot because um, that kind of adds to it. So, so which fan base provided the most receipts for you? Oh, easily the the Sixers uh, fan really? base. Really? Easily. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Throughout the year, I, I would put out these, you know, Jokic for MVP tweets. You know, pro Jokic. You know, I felt he was a better player, and and even when there was no mention of Embiid, just they were just lobbing me just the worst type of takes just in my mentions. And I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> like, were you, th- so me were you throwing out bait? Like I need some new yeah. receipts. Let me throw some out here. <laughs> See Definitely. Oh yeah. I am an elite bait tweeter. No, that's, that's <laughs> just getting a reaction out of people. It's, it's hilarious for me. <laughs> Did you have one for Drew Hanlon to me? Like if I think about individuals, cause there's famous people that obviously did this, you know, we've all seen the ESPN, the talking heads to me, Drew Hanlon yeah. is the ultimate, like there was nobody better to look back at his old poorly aged tweets than Drew Hanlon. Yeah. I think I had, I had one for him. I don't think that's part of the list that I put together, oh. but uh, he had called out the only seven MVPs had not right. led or weren't yeah. in the top seven in scoring or something. Yeah. So when when Embiid was eliminated, I went back to that tweet and I was like, here's a list of the MVPs from the last 50 years that never made the conference finals. And I put right. <laughs> in the list. <laughs> you know what you should do? You should you should ask him why his why his one client is only clutch when he's playing his other client in the playoffs. That's so true. You know what I mean? It's really see if he's got an answer. He never stands Tatum though the way he does Embiid. That's just so funny. And to he me. picked the wrong he horse. Picked the wrong too. horse too. Unbelievable. Totally true. Unbelievable. If I were a Drew Hanlon, I'd be mad at Embiid. I'd be like, dude, you made me look so bad. I would have been mad at yo. <laughs> I would have pivoted to Jason Tatum tweets all summer. All summer long. This guy's in the lab. So the thing about that what you just said though with drew hanlon is you made the receipt you know what i mean like he said something that was just kind of like off into the ether and then you turned it into the better receipt by pointing out a better fact which is how many guys never made the conference finals way funnier than how many guys haven't been top 10 in scoring yeah definitely yeah so you know there's a a pettiness to it um you know i hang on to these things and i'm just like all right like how can how can i spin this right so you know, that, that adds to it. So I, I love it. <laughs> Last one before we get into the list, the actual list, because you made a list of the top 12 uh, receipts, in your opinion. You had to go through them all and rank them. You did that yeah, for us. Many. But real quick, <laughs> what in your mind makes the perfect receipt? Uh, for me, it's, it's the 
it's the bad take itself. Like how how bad can they can they make it for themselves? Right. That's that's really the the fuel, the ammo right there. Like, you know, I don't even have to do much work for some of them. Was was it's there just, a specific line that you encountered most? Like because Jokic is this or whatever? Was the, was there something you, you just were like, okay, this is an automatic lock for me? Oh yeah, uh, I mean the liability on defense, yeah. uh traffic cone, um, yeah. Oh yeah, you know layup line. There's yeah, there's so many. You know, I put I posted one today where the guy said, "If Jokic is your best player on your roster, then you know you're immediately eliminated right. from being a contender." I'm just like, all right, you know this this won't age well. <laughs> <laughs> what about is there a fan base that takes to receipts the worst? <laughs> Does this face? Because I see sometimes you'll post one and somebody will be in the comments like, "Yo, you got me. I was wrong." And I always like you know appreciate it, but is there like a consistent type of person that's like every time just freaks out at you. Um, that's kind of a blend. Um, yeah, between the Lakers and the Sixers fans, actually a couple of Suns fans get a little disrespectful in their response, but shocking. Yeah. I mean, but like for me, you know, that's, that's how I know, like I, I won, you know, it's like, (laughs) you don't even have a a comeback to the topic itself. You know, you're trying to attack me and I'm just like, all right, cool. So we'll move on. (laughs) My my favorite for me, what makes the perfect receipt is when somebody says something very specific, like call me when, or like, let me know when. And it's like, let me know when Jokic is putting up triple doubles in the finals. You're like, all right. I'll I'll, I'll tell you what, it's going to be in June. Let me know when this guy you know, gets holds a team under a hundred in the playoffs. Like, all right, perfect. Let filed away. We'll do it. Um, all right. Without further ado, Wade, walk us through your list. We got them on in order, right? We got them in order. We made this for you. Well, the order. Yeah, that you, yeah order I did it from from oldest to newest. Okay. So my top okay. twelve from like way back in May up until yeah. you know a week ago. All right, let's <laughs> pick our own favorite then. Okay, like okay, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, pick yeah. our own favorite. Wow. But wait, wow. all right, walk us through the first one you had on your list in order here. Okay, it's on the screen. Okay, so yeah, this one. Um, should we should we make vote read it? <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll be I'll be I'll be Steven here. We're eliminated from the the playoffs after Game Seven against the Celtics. Okay, ha 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 um, ha ha, clown. I wish we would simply see you in the finals, but honestly, no chance Denver gets out of the second round this <laughs> year. So cheers, y'all lost. Spin it how you want. Whatever helps oh. you sleep, boss man. I love it. I love spin it however you spin it how you want. And then you just put it right back to him. Like Oh yeah, that was a copy paste. <laughs> copy paste, just change one word. Yep. Copy paste is strong. That's that's a perfect scenario. I also love the Embiid uh, Avi, Avi or whatever, you know? That's perfect. Oh, yeah. Perfect. All right. Give us the next one. All right. What do we have? Well, what do we have here? What is the... Oh, oh Kevin. You put a Kevin photo on it? Yeah. So oh, this, this, is is, one, this is a personal favorite of mine just because uh, of the guy's name. So. so for people listening to this, go ahead and read it for us. Jokic is going to run into the Lakers in the playoffs and lose and never win a championship because he's a horrible defender and nowhere near as complete of basketball player has Joel Embiid. And then you clap back with the Kevin gift, which is just perfect <laughs> from Home Alone. This is a perfect clap back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's, that's probably my personal favorite, just, just the play on the name and the situation. Like that one, that's one that I had in the drafts is ready to go. Like, 
Are, are you like? Are you like? So you got the name. That one was easy. But do you ever like go through the profile and be like, all right, let me see what ammo I have against this person? Like, do you go that? Yeah, I, yeah. I, for a couple of people, it's you know they'll respond to me just disrespectfully about just a random tweet of mine. Yeah, and I would just click their profile and like five tweets down, it's just like a horrible take. And I'm like, okay, you know, like if, if, if you want my attention, I'll give it to you. Just not in a way Yeah. I, like I said, I'm a very petty person. <laughs> what, what do you think is the longest you've spent on a receipt? The longest amount of time? Like trying to draft one? Yeah. Or just like, you know, it's just any part of it. Rather I'm thinking of a caption or I'm doing some research on this person. No more than maybe like 10 minutes. It doesn't nah. take the Twitter search function is like your best friend. You just you hear something disrespectful. You put Jokic in next to their at, and then voila. I gold. love it because because sometimes they <laughs> clap back. They're like, "Wow, you really put all that time into finding my takes," and you're like, "Yeah, it wasn't that hard, man? It was easy. It wasn't yeah, that hard. It was pretty easy. Yeah. Two minutes. Got a lot of them." <laughs> all right, let's get let's see the next one, Kale. What do we got? Read this one for us. Okay. This comes from Lakers Vino. Oh, yeah. This is me. <laughs> Outside of Phoenix, you can't tell me you don't look at this and see absolutely nothing but food for Braun and AD uh, and D-Lo. And D-Lo. <laughs> that's got to be, be what makes that one so good. Why the fact they that they D-Lo? include D-Lo. D-Lo, yeah, that, yeah that, that, that's what makes it one of my favorites. Because the series that he had and the way he got picked on, it, it was... That was, that was a perfect one. <laughs> it's the most underrated part about this whole playoffs because Michael Malone has become famous for being saucy, but I'm telling you, his sauciest moment was when he was like, I wonder if they're going to keep playing him. That's a very interesting question. So good, yeah. That was the ultimate heat check where he was basically saying they're going to play this idiot and he's going to cost them the series. Unbelievable <laughs> moment. Nuggets legend D'Angelo Russell. All right, what do we have next? Oh, right. You're not winning a chip with Jokic starting at center. We'll win a lot of games and even a round or two, but there's a hard cap on your team ceiling with him as your starting center and being that bad defensively. So I got to be honest here. Your caption is a photograph. What are we, what are we working with here? I don't get this one. Yeah. So this one is uh, it's a character um, from The Wire. He, he's, he's taking a picture and, gotcha. he's, and he just says, he says like, got your ass. Like, and, and, <laughs> and, 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 gotcha. yeah, and I sat on that one. I mean, I had that one since 2020, like literally just waiting. That was like at the bottom of the, of the feed for me. <laughs> I like, I like that you have gifts and stuff and you're like, this would come in really handy in a receipt. I'll save this in the folder. Yeah. I like the idea of you cracking yourself up over your morning coffee. Just 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hey, I'm I'm laughing as I'm pressing send on all of these. It's 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 so fun. All right, let's get one more before we take a break, and then we'll we'll do the final segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One more vote. What do you got? I like Aaron Gordon. Oh, this is Nick Wright. You have to start with who it is. Oh well, first of all, this oh, yeah. is the. It's, let me let me get Nick Wright, fellas. I like Aaron Gordon and the fit for Denver. Oh, this is so. But good. there is no universe whatsoever where acquiring him should shift their championship odds to this degree. Man, this might I can't this might be number 1 so far, man. I think this might be my favorite one. Wait. Oh, and you just dropped the picture. Oh, it's so perfect. Just a picture of of Aaron Gordon with the Larry OB. This might be it, Wade. Yeah, yeah, that one that one was self-explanatory. I'm like, "Oh, I can't wait till these finals pictures drop." That one was going up as soon as I got that. <laughs> man, so here's the thing about Nick Wright. 
people are going to hate me for saying this. Generally speaking, I like his takes. I think he has thoughtful, interesting, he turns a phrase. It's like Jokic, he gets wrong. And it becomes this layered thing. Like he he doesn't have a million takes where I'm like, man, like Skip Bayless. Sure, sure, sure. It, almost all of his takes are annoying and obnoxious. I feel like Nick has relatively, you know, more good takes than bad. But for some reason, he picked the wrong horse with Jokic and he won't admit it. He can't admit it, man. He can't admit it. Wrong side of history. And even it bleeds into Aaron Gordon. Like you would think he would, he should like Aaron Gordon. He should have been in on him, but, but here we are. Are you, do you is, where's Nick Wright on your people you most like to hate? Uh, he, he's definitely top five, maybe top three. Who would you say? Who do who are those guys? Oh, man. Uh, if we're speaking people that like not actual NBA players, um, yeah, no, Drew you can be NBA player. Oh, I'm just saying people that hate the Nuggets or hated on the Nuggets. Like, who are your people? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we got Drew Hanlon, Kendrick Perkins, uh, Nick Wright. Um, the entire uh, show that Emmanuel Acho is on. Yeah, I can't yeah, think yeah. They, yeah, they don't like him. <laughs> that entire yeah. panel. Yeah. Um, How about well, Mark Jones? Mark Jones might be up there. Oh, yes. Mark Jones. He has me blocked, so I haven't seen much from him <laughs> lately. But yeah, he blocked he me from a lot of guys, too. <laughs> Man, that might, be the, that might be the top five. Uh, the thing... The Mark and Nick are going to win out because they haven't apologized or relented, and they're going to double down. The thing that's weird about Perk is that he loves Jokic. His son loves Jokic. Like he's raves about him. I did. I don't. The Perk thing is weird to me, man. Perk Perk doesn't yeah. have opinions. He has. He, he has. All he makes statements. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have opinions. All right, hang tight with us, Wade. We got to do one ad read. We'll, we'll be right back with this. The thing they say about the best receipts is that you can't look directly at them. At least not without a pair of shady rays on. They don't say that. They those. hate this. They email me. They're like, stop doing this bit. It's not selling anything. Uh, but shady rays practically sell themselves because they're comfortable. They're affordable. They look great. And if you don't love your shady rays, exchange for a new pair or turn them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. It's summer. It's shady ray season. Grab some. Actually, grab two, because right now when you use code DNVR at ShadyRays.com, you get 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. If you get hurt at work on the road, it's not your fault. You got to call Bacchus and Shanker, baby. Colorado's, all right, maybe not premier two-man game. The title did just happen, but they're like 1B. Okay, we love Bacchus and Shanker because they win for Colorado families and those who have been seriously injured in Colorado for over two decades. It's free until they win money in your case. So if you just want a consultation, give them a call at 222-2222. Easy to remember, free to speak, no fee until they've won you money. And they do. They've won over a billion dollars for their clients. They help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault, car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. Even if you're injured at work, call them at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Backus and Shanker win, baby. All right, yeah, let's, uh, let's get to the next receipt up here. Who do we have? It's like unwrapping a present. <laughs> go for it. Jokic needs to go to a team that can win a title. Denver never is going oh. to. And hate his time and skills wasted there. Oh, oh he was just looking out for Jokic, Wade. He was Man. just trying to help our guy. Well, look at this. April 28th, 2022. This was right after they lost the play. I'm sure, just based on the date, right after they lost in the first round. And you quote tweet with a picture of the confetti falling on Yoke. And uh, Ogiena 
Mm. Beautiful. Yeah, that was perfect. Um, best time for receipts for me is, you know, over the last couple of years is, you know, of course, when something bad happens or the nuggets are eliminated. So it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, it becomes popular thought to, to throw these things out there. So, you know, perfect time for me. <laughs> Those were my least favorite along the way. Like Denver's wasting Jokic's prime. I'm like, well, they didn't choose to tear his ACL. That was an accident. Right. We so. got a lot. Serbia chimed in with that they one. Sure There's a lot yeah. of Serbia on that yeah. one. We love you, Serbia, but you you weren't above that. Some of you were itchy. All right, what's next, Gail? Nick Wright's still in the lead for me. Glorious King made the playoffs. Gobert locking Jokic up first round. Jimmy and Bam exposed. And oh. Bede facing a Dinwiddie-led <laughs> offense. Wait, wait. You read your part here. This is too good. How did they go four for four? Yeah. So for me, my response was, yeah, Glorious King swept by Jokic. Correct. Jokic sent Gobert home in five. Correct. Jimmy and Bam exposed the East. <laughs> and so Bede faced another second-round exit. <laughs> my God. All right, Man. that's my new number one. Dude, how is this not number one? This might be number one. But th- four this, for four? This is what we were talking about, Wade. Like, it almost got hard to believe how perfectly this run went. You're like, hang on. That's the tweet I bookmarked, like, three months <laughs> ago. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, when I went back, and because I, I found that one a little bit later. No, actually, that... That one disappeared because a lot of people deactivated their accounts when the Nuggets won <laughs> That's or right. when the Sixers were eliminated. So there was a few that I knew I could go back to, but I couldn't find it. And then suddenly it popped up one day and I was like, oh, oh, this is going up right now. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine deactivating your account? Think about how good things went for us. Can you imagine it going so bad that you're like, you know what? I'm off Twitter. I'm just getting rid of a whole social media. And then you go, and then you go spend a few months. I'm probably safe. You log on a hundred notifications because Wade (laughs) fried your ass while you were sleeping. So true. All right. What do we got? Get a life, bro. You'll have a couple of months to keep sucking Jokic when he gets bounced in the first round because he gives up the easiest buckets on D. They're going to feast on his fat ass. There you go. Get a life, bro. <laughs> I like it. What made you pick that picture here? I mean, just the you know, just scrolling through Twitter, you get a bunch of championship photos. So I'm just like, okay, what can I throw with this? Just to bring more attention to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. That one's pretty good. That one's pretty good. What else we got, Kim? I love receipts, man. I love receipts. The next one for two papers. Okay, Jokic is Mike Trout. Oh, I love this one. We're told how great he is because stats, but ultimately he's a fucking loser. Oh yeah, <laughs> what a loser, Wade. What a what? Would you clap back with Wade? Uh, I, I just said ultimately he's a NBA champion and Finals MVP. <laughs> Man, I love the Mike Trout comp just because it really. I will be honest, there are very few ones of these that really bother me. Yeah. that was one where you I'm know, like, gosh, dang it, man, come on. Uh, by the way. I think that's a great comp. We just get Mike Trout some help, man. Come on. Yeah, but I, been, I mean, that's like, that's a little bit of loser stuff, though, no, it right? Is. Like, Embiid's fans are going to start saying the same. What does he ever have? Oh, a tr- like, come on, man. Like, but then you win one and everything changes. That's what I'm saying. So, you know what, Trout? I hope you win one because you're officially in the Jokic camp. All right? Man. All right, what else? What's the next one? Aaron Gordon is really good. All right, good start. Uh, man, why do people pick on Gordon? But Denver likely isn't going to win a championship in the next four years. And their lack of building around Jokic is a big reason why. Love it. Is this one just a photo? Just a photo. 
Oh, I don't, I don't think I'd seen this picture of AG. That's like a super happy AG. That's a perfect photo. Oh yeah, he 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 was probably my favorite Nugget throughout the celebration for sure, easily. Who's so? Who's the most like? Is Aaron Gordon the second most targeted behind Jokic? Uh yeah. Well, because that trade happened in twenty twenty one. Oh. And and then the Phoenix series, you know, right. he's playing two two slots up. So you know, right. overpay and all those things came out. Um. So I was like, oh, okay, I hold on to this. <laughs> did you did you have any receipts for like local Nuggets media? Was there any local Nuggets media that you're like, yo, sorry? No, I actually don't. I mean, Nuggets media, for the most part, did a, a really good job. I mean, I have a couple of sports pages blocked. Right. Um, because there's a couple of guys that just say a lot of things that, you know, as a Nuggets fan, you know, even if you say something towards Embiid, you know, I'm an Embiid hater, but, you know, there's a line that you just don't cross. Yeah. I can't even think of the guy's name, but I, everybody knows who he is. I can't. Oh, man. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. And I know you guys had a dispute with a whole other company at one point. I think yeah. he works for them. But okay. yeah. So. All right. Now I know. Now I know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so no some people, no I kind of just block him out because we don't, we don't need that. Some, But there are people that like want to be receded because it's like they, it's the gig. they think it's funny that they're getting called out and you're like all right nothing nothing phases you all right what's the next one kill last, last one okay katie and book doing unspeakable things to this team if oh. we catch them in the playoffs oh i love unspeakable it unspeakable things oh i love it you quote tweet this one with unspeakable things and then you put average to th- uh, 30 point triple double in a playoff series and it's just Jokic in the LeBron, conference semis against the Suns. Oh my God, that's oh, too yeah. perfect! Literally something unspeakable until Jokic did it. Great, <laughs> <That's laughs> dude. Man, that might be my this. third favorite one. It's All too right, good. I have my favorite one. Do you have yours? I like the one where it's one, two, three, four. Oh, that's it. That's my number one. <laughs> Somebody took four L's in one tweet. That's that's really hard to do, actually. Yeah, that's it's so impressive. Man, Wade. Do you have more in the chamber? Are you looking for more? Where are we at? Uh, I have I have a bunch. I mean, for me, I, I was just going to go for it until the draft happened. Yeah. Um, but you know, after the draft, you know, and I see you know Nuggets fans still celebrating, and there's a lot of people like saying like, "Oh, we don't even remember who won the championship," or right. "You guys play playing teams," and all these different narratives are starting to come out. So I'm like, oh, so I'll just I'll just keep celebrating then if, if you guys need a reminder on who won the championship. So. Uh, I got enough to last me for the summer for sure. I'm, t- I'm telling you though, man, some of this is what makes it so fun. Like this is the the moment. And then there's this an idea of like, okay, it's past. It's time to move on. It's like, hell no, man. This is all summer. Wade's throwing us new new food every day. And playful banter and bragging rights is bragging is, rights. It's the, yeah. fir- it's the first form of sports talking. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's totally there's no shame in it. I like when people say um, – you know, you should be enjoying this run. Wade has been smiling ear to ear since he got on the show. Like, look at, tell me that's an unhappy man right there. No chance. No chance. Uh, are we doing this again? Are we gonna Are we gonna get another year of receipts? Are we gonna? Uh, you oh. think this Nuggets title window is gonna keep going? Oh yeah, I got I got to keep going. I got I got more in store from them winning the championship. And there's a lot of people that, you know, flash in the pan. This will never happen again. And so, I mean, I've already, you know replenished yeah uh, a lot of bookmarks to go for next year so i'm just waiting to take us <laughs> off then uh last thing give us your spiciest nuggets take uh 
for for the season or for no, man, anything it could be anything it could be yokes the greatest player of all time it could be they're gonna win three it could be what's what's your hottest take that you at least kind of believe you don't have to fully believe it but at least kind of believe uh i can i can see Jokic and murray finishing with at least four championships when they together when they yeah. together all right at least you only put that at four peppers, four championships. <laughs> well, four for four. All four, right. Four for four. <laughs> dude, dude. Smart. Wade, thank you so much, man, for joining us. You, uh, you're doing the Lord's work. Cool to meet you, dude. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It just, just means a lot to be on. I've been watching you guys for so long, so to be here, it, you know, feels unreal. Appreciate thank it, you so much. Appreciate we appreciate it. you. Everybody, go follow him. It's Wade. He'll be in the description of the show. Go follow him on Twitter, man. His receipts are hilarious. Everybody, enjoy your Wednesday. We're back tomorrow. taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com ah hmm the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. <laughs>